know, we can't disappoint our fan. Yeah, how is your mom? Welcome to People Who Do Things, a podcast about creating and creative people. I'm John H. Matthews. And I'm Laura Buckwald. Here we are back again after a sort of unplanned summer hiatus, but real life gets in the way and uh, and we run out of times for other things that uh, we really enjoy doing, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. I, to be fair, I think it was like a summer plus portion of spring hiatus that we were on. I think so. Um, I think so. But, uh, you know, having having duty with the kid and all this other stuff, it, yeah, it takes away my, my free time and travel to, to be able to do this as much as I love doing it and I miss yeah. doing it. So here we are back again and going to try to get back on a regular schedule, maybe not as aggressive as before, but, <laughs> but no, but, but with some regularity, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. I believe we both have, um, you know, during our, our few months off, we of course chatted a bit, but, um, you know, we both are, are working on projects and, and moving forward on stuff. So, we now have more stuff yeah, to talk about. We do, though. I must say that part of, I mean, we'll get to, you know, what we're both working on, but I had a much better clip going with my uh, work in progress that, that, that you know about mm-hmm. while we were regularly doing this. And I think that's something to do with, you know, checking in yes. and accountability, um, which is something else we can talk about. Today. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So John, what are you working on? <laughs> Uh, well, I've had a, 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 you know, a novel I've been working on for years. I, I talked to you about it when we were in Philly a while back. Um, and I'm, I, I still have that. I was hitting a wall on it, feeling uninspired. And uh, just in the, in the last couple of weeks, a, um, another idea resurfaced that I'd had and, and wrote some notes down about. And my, and my son actually reminded me of it. And I had no intention of it being oh, a, a, a children's or middle grade or young adult. And he reminded me of it. And he said, that's going to be a kid's book, isn't it? I was like, I wasn't thinking that. And he's like, I think it's a kid's book. And just on like a 20 minute drive home from soccer, we had planned out like a three book series. So amazing. (laughs) So now I'm trying to take this one. I mean, slow and fast at the same time, evenings and sitting at soccer practices have been spent, uh, uh, making notes, copious notes. I, I haven't written mm-hmm. a sentence yet, except for the occasional throwaway line I put in my outline um, to remind me of the feeling of something. And yeah, so, but, you know, note taking is part of the process for us or note making it. it um, I, I'm really want to get this one fully outlined uh, before I really start writing or at least as much okay. as possible. Um, there, there's a complicated element to it that I need to get straight and make sure I know what I'm writing to more so than a lot of other books I've, I've written. Uh, so I, I really want to get the, the, the timeline um, not set in stone, but at least, you know, formalized a bit then, then to be able to stray mm-hmm. off of it. Uh, but, but yeah. it's definitely some complicated stuff for what is, and I'm, I'm writing toward middle grade, but it might find itself being young adult. I, I'm not sure yet. Great. Well, if offline you want to run any concepts by me and definitely, talk through stuff, definitely. I'm happy to listen. Yes. And you, I, I know you had something mm-hmm. uh, new and different you were working on. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. So um, with regard to the novel in progress, I, I talked about pre-summer break. Um, I, I haven't written in a bit, but I have taken, actually, that's not true. I have written 
um, just not as regularly as I was, but I've been taking a lot of notes and um, we can talk about this in a few minutes, but I had dinner with our beloved friend and first guest, Claudia Zuluaga last night, and she always inspires me to get back to it. So or to get back to my writing. So um, we have a little accountability deal going that I'm Good. excited about. Um, but then in the meantime, I've also been collaborating just the very early stages of collaborating on two different projects. Um, one is a screenplay and one is we're still kind of figuring out what it is. We have the concept. This is with my my good friend, Kelly Nugent. Um, we have a concept and we're batting around ideas. And, you know, I, sometimes when I'm having trouble working through my own writing, I, collaborating is is really useful to me. Um, and I also I tend to like having a couple projects going at once. No, collaborating is huge. And, 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 you know, I have a couple of friends, you know, fellow writers like you and, 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 and my friend Shay that, uh, is, gets bombarded by ideas as they come up with them. And especially with, with mm -hmm. Shay, she, if we ever have time to get her on or find time, uh, we'll, we'll probably lambast me for it, but it's like, I come up with an idea and just our chat is just filled with just like, you know, pages and pages of notes I'm making. And sometimes I'm just brainstorming while typing to her. And she's just like, right. I'll read this later. <laughs> right. But a lot of times it's uh, just, this is a place to put it down. I'm in the car or I'm something else and I want her take on it, but also it's somewhere to put it though. I can, so I can then copy and paste it over into Scrivener later. Yeah. Oh, by the way, our Scrivener episode inspired uh, one of our listeners to start using Scrivener. Oh, awesome. Pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, and, and to that end, I mean, I'm sitting here at my in my desk area with like these are these both contain whoops okay, Whoa, notes okay. for, notes for my work in progress. So um, and a drawing of a tree see, and and a drawing of a tree. Well, that's on. <laughs> I didn't draw that. That's actually it's a page of, of oh, okay. notes. Okay. But you know, I've I have to. Because, like, you know, if I'm sitting in a restaurant or if I'm sitting, you know, if I'm walking down the street, like I don't always have the same things on me mm -hmm. to in which to take notes, which is where the iPhone makes a lot of sense. Um, it does. It does. It just does. But I like handwriting. And, and sometimes when I'm thinking I, I'm better at scribbling down ideas than typing them. I also, you know, hate texting. So that, I'd that, rather well, we, we differ there because my handwriting just in the age of computers, I used to have nice handwriting, be able to write, but, but I, it just, it's too tiring to me now. And yeah, I, then I can't tiring. even read my own. I have a little green book, this big right here. I used to carry with me all the time. Um, and it's still full of book ideas and notes for stuff that became books or stories. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I'm, I, I find that when I start writing it down, because I don't think linear, li, li, I don't, ooh, I think don't linearly. Thank you. And so it's hard to write like that. So it's actually yeah. easier to type it. Like we were in Italy several years ago and I was working on the Italy book. I, I you know, on ferries and buses, whatever I was, I was mm -hmm. tapping out and I had so many notes I made while there on my phone. And then when I got home, you know, pulled them over to my computer yeah. If I have to, I'll handwrite something down, but half the time I go look at it later and I don't even know what I said. Well, Claudia said something interesting about her process last night, which is that she, when, if she's 
taking a walk or a run and thinking of ideas. I can't remember. Sorry, Claudia, if you walk or run, I think you walk. But, um, you know, she thinks of ideas. She uses the voice memo feature mm-hmm. on her phone. I remember her and, saying that when we had her on. Yeah. Yeah. And and, you know, you, one can get away with that now because people think you're just talking on the phone. But what she said was she sometimes doesn't even end up listening to it, but just speaking them aloud yes. kind of consolidates yes. them. Um, yes. So I'm going to try that. I have done that before. If I was dri- when I'm driving and I come up with something mm-hmm. and, and I'll just, you know, tap the notes in my phone or I can even, you know, tell it through the car and take a message or text it to yeah. myself through the car. So uh, it, it's, it's definitely handy because, you know, you'll lose it, you know, just saying it out loud. Like you said, it's, it's, it's the repetition that helps you remember it later. You know, when you wake mm-hmm. up at 3am with that awesome idea and, you don't want to get up and walk through the house to go find something to write it down or type it. You know, I just, well, I inevitably to, do. Yeah, I have yeah. before, but sometimes I just sit there and try to think about it like six or seven times before falling asleep again. So, mm-hmm. and then I forget it. Yeah. So one of my goals is to get back into my writing habits because um, like anything else, you know, that uh, there's great value in that. And it's easy to take to think you're taking a break and then it just extends on and on and on and on. And it becomes that you've stopped thinking about the project. But um, this is where the friend with whom I'm collaborating on this screenplay, you know, and he's done this a lot more than I have in the screenplay realm, but he says that the, it's important that we just have some continuity in, you know, we, we we're still hashing out our idea verbally right right now and, and, you know, and at first I wasn't sure that that kind of, you know, I, I I wanted something concrete to put on paper. And he was saying, you know, there's great value in just talking these things through. And then one day, you know, the concept will just kind of emerge from everything that we've discussed. Um, Definitely. If you force something too fast, if you try to think, okay, let's say this, let's get it written down. It might not yeah. be the right thing. You let let it uh, right. let it gel a little bit first. Let it brew. But though that I think with a screenplay that works better with a novel, I have found that just sitting and writing. You know, I know we differ on this as well. But my my goal of five hundred words a day, um, which I was doing pretty reliably for a stretch there, and um, then decided to switch gears a little bit and and that's when I kind of lost the thread. But, you know, for me, that's a helpful way to get down something, even if half of it winds up on the cutting room floor. Right. But just to kind of like write my way through what what the story is going to become. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And, um, and that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm writing is, you know, ideas for scenes, ideas for theme, ideas for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for larger elements of it, which is not something I usually do. I, I, I'm more of a, a wing it person or I know you are. Once so I come up with it, I know what it is. You know, it's like, I, I know what right. Eddie Holland is going to do. I knew what the character and family and I was going to do. Uh, but this one is different, especially being middle grade or YA, which I don't know yet is, mm-hmm. is, you know, finding that voice again, I'm reading a couple of my, my son's books. Um, uh, that, that he he loved uh, to find that voice again because it's been you know well over a year since I wrote Runt and uh, right. wanting to make it sort of the next level older also from that one so it's um, so that's a little oh, trickier so you're kind of aging your books along with him 
A little bit, yeah, yeah. And it was his idea to make the character like 12, 13 in this one, and he's 10. So uh, that's cool yeah. to kind of write with an audience in mind. I, yeah, I mean, you know, I love to say I always write for myself, but I, I you know, I always wrote for my dad. And mm-hmm. um, that's why I've had a hard time writing since since he passed away a couple yeah. of years ago. And, you know, the next thing I did was was Runt, and I, I wrote that for Brennan. And, right. uh, and, and so I think maybe that's why the kid's book is taking forefront now is, you know, finding yeah. my audience oh, again. And sense. I love writing for a kid. I have a, another one I've been working on, uh, for middle grade also, but this one is sort of jumping in front of it. Uh, so, so when you sit down to write, do you, I mean, if you're juggling several different projects, is it. Do you write when you get an idea for one of your projects or do you sit down at one of your projects and start to write? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, generally I'll stick with a project. I'll hit a wall and okay. then I, then I, then I move over to another project. Cause I figure if I'm not in the mindset of a 12 year old boy, you know, maybe I'll be in the mindset of a gun toting detective in Texas, you know, right. and, and that's how I try to avoid writer's block. Yeah. And then, you know, I question whether, you know, how do you know when you've hit a wall or just having a moment? Exactly. And I think I've had a lot of moments in in the, in the novel I've been working on for four years, even though I I made Mm -hmm. some great strides in, 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 you know, like the spring, but. Is this the one that. that Wales. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and I, I love it. And it's when I'm going to finish it. I think maybe it, there's elements of it that are very personal. And mm-hmm. so maybe that's why I'm having trouble with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's a story I, I really like and believe in and, and will finish, but I also, it's one I don't want to screw up, yeah. you know? And, and so I, I want to take my time with it rather than just get a story out there. It's uh, so, so I'm, and then the, when this idea came up, I got very excited about it. And it has had me well, working go. on it regularly. Yeah. And so it's like sitting with the iPad at soccer practices and stuff like that. Have it right beside me. You know, if I'm watching TV at night in case an idea comes up, I can put it down there. Cause it is all just idea and theme phase right now. I, I should get more in the habit of carrying my iPad around for that very reason, since typing on the phone feels so, you know, physically restrictive and I oh, don't yeah. always want to carry my laptop. Um, no. That would be, all right. I'm I'm so it's autumn and I'm always or it's, is it autumn? Yeah, it's autumn. Yeah. This is always a good time of year for me in terms of inspiration and motivation. Um so you know, between speaking with Claudia last night and then starting these two collaborative projects and our getting back together, mm-hmm. um you know, I'm trying to arm myself with new or remembered tools on how to, to how to do this thing. Because sometimes I sit down to work on my how to do this thing, meaning, you know, how to write and how to keep your thoughts organized. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's very easy to fall into the like, well, why am I doing this? You know, the 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 questioning and the, um, you know, that's where collaboration is healthy because or is helpful, because I think, um, you know, when one person's having a, a day of doubt the other person is not and you can right. sort of bolster each other um you know and that's what my my screenwriting partner said 
you know, having done this before, he's, you know, that it's very easy to fall into the trap of, uh, this idea isn't, isn't gelling yet. So, let, you know, let's just give up on it. But if you push through that and it's yeah. like pushing through writer's block, right. you know, or, or think, you know, think past that think, 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 start thinking mm -hmm. scenes, start thinking character dev, start, start thinking about something more granular in it that then will help the whole thing come together more. Right. Right. Yes. Or if, if you're trying to think about character dev and how old is this person and where do they live? And you're like, well, new Orleans sounds good, but you know, Dallas is great, but I love San Francisco. Okay. Then start thinking about the, well, what do I want this person to achieve? You know, go mm -hmm. go back and forth to so you can always feel like you're making some progress on on getting the ideas down. And another way to look at it, and this is something that one of my actually my first writing coach, really Jill Dearman, said when in my very first workshop with her, and we were going around talking about what we were working on, and I said, you know, I'm kind of juggling two ideas right now, and she said, just pick one. And she said, if it's not the right one, you, you know, you'll know and yeah. you can try the other. So I did just pick one and that turned into the one that is out there now. Right. But um, so with stuff like, well, where's the character from? Just pick one and then you can always change the you details afterwards. Change it. Yeah, if you, exactly. If you change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, same with names. Um, I mean, I. Yeah, we've talked about names and how we come up with names before, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. It is. It is. It's good to be moving forward with, with a project again, instead of feeling like I'm, I'm stuck. So. Have you watched or consumed any interesting television lately? <laughs> I just finished the uh, three existing seasons of never have I ever. Okay. I never have seen that <laughs> and have been told I would like it. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, for a, a, you know, teen comedy, but, you know, definitely edging more toward adult. I really enjoyed it. John McEnroe is the narrator, which is what, oh. why I started listening to it. Okay. And, and which was kind of odd, but then, you know, they explained why during it. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's a fun uh, series. So I really enjoyed that right. one. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things yeah. on television right now, I think the final season episode of the seasons on tonight uh, is, um reservation dogs oh my god we just started watching that i love it it is so i good. had no it is so good and so, i was so just good. telling a friend about it today i think we're only three episodes into the first season but oh it gets better there is just there's nothing like it out there it's there, it's there isn't and and uh, uh sterling harjo and taika waititi who created it mm -hmm. you know they are using you know indigenous people you know, and this, this mm -hmm. is filmed and set in, in, Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, in the area right. where I went to college. And, oh, wow. and, okay. and so I feel like I know some of these people and I've been yeah. texting with, with friends, you know, back in Oklahoma and we're all watching it and, and it's, it's so real. It is it's really so real. And, and the deep dive into the culture and the humor mm -hmm. in it. And, and they're using kids who were not actors and then some actors oh, really? okay. who are great, like like uh, Zan McLarnon, uh, from yes. Dark Skies and Longmire and mm -hmm. everything else, uh, who who is such an incredible actor, uh, playing playing the 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 Long Horseman, the, Light Horseman, the cop, <laughs> and um, the yeah, Taiki Waititi is he 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 is a prolific creator. He is very prolific. He is hit or miss. Sorry, Taiki. Um, 
He has What We what? Do in the Shadows, which is brilliant on end. <laughs> movie and the so show. Much. It's so um, great. I never saw the movie. Uh, the movie is so worth watching because he's in it. Um, and Jermaine Clement. Well, he's just in brilliant. everything he does. He is in everything he does, Isn't at he? least in a small scene. Uh, but, oh, so we just saw Thor, yeah, which he also he did directed. and is and yeah. directed and is in. Um, which was you know, it's not my favorite genre, but it it was so funny Same. and so yeah. clever. And Jojo Rabbit, of course, which won Oscars, which is just I did not see. Okay, let us stop right now and go watch okay. it. Okay, I mean it All will. Right. It's it's what Life is Beautiful wanted to be, and Life is Beautiful was okay. a great movie. But th- okay. this movie is brilliance and brilliance. And and supposedly, like, Taiki's mother read the book, the source book, and gave it to him. And was like, you need to make this into a movie. And he read it. It was like, yeah, I do. That's and he cool. created a new character in it. And he plays that character. So that character is not in the book. Uh, but um, there is some filmmaking in that that just just took my breath away. And it is so wonderful. Did you watch The Old Man? Yes. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was incredible. I, I think that if if he never makes another show, um, I mean, or movie or anything, um, that was just so brilliant. He, he uh, um, being? Uh, uh, Lloyd Bridges. Is that who it was? No. Oh, wait, no. Um, wait, uh Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Sorry, sorry. I had <laughs> wrong brother. Yeah. Well, I, now I'm confused because I just watched a movie with my dad that was like one of Lloyd Bridges' first roles. So he was, oh, yeah, he was somewhere right in the ether right now as well. Um, yes. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. It John is Lithgow, so brilliant. Um, oh gosh. The great Joel Gray and yes, yeah. Um, a- and, Amy Brenneman. Oh, I love Amy Brenneman and and I always just call her maybe. But um, uh, oh, maybe yeah, yeah. she's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That that, that was really some incredible, good. incredible television. So I, I really hope really a, a season two carries on with how great that was. I th- it's supposed to, I believe. I right? think so. I haven't heard anything. I haven't googled that one. No, I know season three of Reservation Dogs has already been greenlit. I'm sure it has. It has. Awesome. It's been um, all over Facebook on their page that they've already greenlit that. So, and I just saw White Lotus is coming back for a second season. At the I'm end of I'm interested in. I loved the first season so much, but of course it's going to be like an all I new cast. Uh, uh, the Resort, which is on Peacock. I oh, that was great. Oh my gosh, I love really, that. So really I love great. her, but that show is so good, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, unique. It was so satisfying. It was. It was, and the mixture of the two storylines, and even with that revealed mm-hmm. to not give anything away, that was so. Could have been like, oh, whatever, but it just worked. They just made it work. Yeah. And the acting was all just superb. The acting was, yeah. was wonderful. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've just glowed over the golden age of television. Yes. But when, it, and But we've also given the exact reasons why I'm not writing as much as I should. It's because <laughs> exactly. of the resort and the old man and reservation dogs. And yeah. yeah, yeah. What we do in the shadows. Oh, and, goodness. And, yes. And, Okay, so we have a month to write until White Lotus comes back. Oh, we have a month? Um, okay. And I know there's other things coming back before that. So well, s- Somebody somewhere. I don't know when that's coming back. but I Yeah, that should be sometime this fall. It was like October last year, I think, wasn't it? Was it? I thought. Um, we'll have to check. No it, was, no, it was after the new year. It was January. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have a little while probably before that. 
Uh, there's a really yeah, fun new show on too. Hulu called Reboot. Okay. Uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key, um, cast of like a 20 year old sitcom is brought back for a reboot of the show. Uh, okay. but the idea is to make it like more modern and edgy. It was originally like mm-hmm. a family ties type of like laugh track show, but, um, uh, what's it? Rachel Bloom, my, my crazy ex-girlfriend, uh, okay. she, she plays the writer trying to modernize the show and it's Keegan, Keegan, Michael Key, uh, Judy Greer, um, um, uh, what's his name from Jackass? Um, can't think of his name right now. Johnny, Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Um, uh-huh. and, and it's just a really, really fun show. Oh, good. Thanks for yeah. the tip. No problem. No problem. And it's cool because it's showing writers' rooms and stuff, and uh, for a sitcom and yeah. stuff. So it's and it's and it's appropriately vulgar too. So excellent. I'm <laughs> <Yes. in. laughs> well, I think uh, this was a great catch up and kick off to keep going and do more and more and um, um, find some topics to cover and some guests to get in again. All right. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. And uh, until next time. Great talking to you. You have been listening to People Who Do Things, a podcast with John H. Matthews and Laura Buckwald. Thank you for listening. Thank you.